Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Our topic for this Forage Forum is transitioning to new crop feed. Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Coordinator Dr. Bill Mahana recommends getting back to the basics, as well as considering some new strategies for a smooth, successful transition. We want to be able to benchmark the new crop against the old crop. Hopefully we have um, data on the old crop to look at, but I think it's back down to what that corn plant uh, really consists of. It's a grass plant with high-moisture corn on it, so we start with the grass portion. We say that we need to look at NDF quantity and NDF digestibility. Most people are doing that. We want to look at starch quantity, and I think most people are doing that today as well. But there's some new tests available that have come on the scene the last couple of years. First of all, testing for the degree of kernel damage from processing that corn silage. So that would be good to have a test done along that line. And then also to look at starch digestibility. There's several different new methods that are out there that are either a 12-hour in vitro method or there's an enzymatic method that was developed at the University of Wisconsin at Marshfield by uh, Pat Hoffman. That method at uh, Marshfield, I think, has some utility when you look at the particle size in high-moisture corn. That's very, very sensitive to particle size, and I've been using that to get a handle on as we move from one crop to the other uh, with high-moisture corn to look at the particle size. Dr. Mahana notes that growing conditions can have a significant impact on feed quality depending on geographic location. That's certainly true uh, in the Midwest as you move east. As you get out west further with more um, irrigated corn and more um, consistent growing patterns, I don't think you probably see that quite as much in the southwest and in California, some of those places, um, although California's had a rather unusual growing season this year. But I think the um, issue is we really need to start using these new laboratory tools to have us get a handle on the variability. And again, back to the particle size, one of the ones that I have recently been very sensitized to is this whole notion of the particle size in high moisture corn, not looking at just the uh, mean particle size, the micron mean particle size, but looking at the distribution of those pieces of starch across all the different sieves that we might use and really trying to get a handle on that. Because, uh, again, back to the growing conditions, you can have used the same tub grinder for years, but have a slightly different hybrid in there or um, uh, slightly different moisture conditions, and you'll get a completely different distribution of starch coming through from processing, say, high-moisture corn. Speed mills processing dry corn probably going to be a lot more consistent, but again, we've got to get our arms around what affects uh, fiber digestibility, what affects starch digestibility, and it's not just the forages. My, I guess I want to caution people that uh, we need to pay a lot of attention to the grain side of the equation as well. That's Pioneer Nutrition Sciences Coordinator Dr. Bill Mahana. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.